0: Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is another edition of the Friday Face-Off Getaway Day for yours truly. Well, by the time you're listening to this, I will be on the start of a lovely vacation heading out to Las Vegas, Nevada. That's actually coming Saturday. I know I've talked about it for several weeks, but this is something that I've been looking very much forward to. So, just as a programming note to everyone, there will be no shows whatsoever next week. There will be no recap next week and the following uh, Friday. There will be no Friday face-off at all. Uh, However, I will be back the 21st where I will try and do a one big catch-up show. So, I'll still try to post out on the socials for... um, you know the links to all the shows and everything. I'll be keeping an eye on the boys from afar, but they just there'll be nothing next week because I want to detach from everything. So, so what's gone on in the Bears verse this past week since we all talked on Monday? Well, we've had some. We've had a, uh, a some movement as AA Alexander Alexiev has gone back up to Washington. D.C. He is done with his long-term conditioning, four games, and was eligible to go back up to D.C. Now, with all the stuff that's been going on, with all of the the injuries and stuff, I'm sure that's a great prospect they wanted back. However, it's usually a soul for a soul. One goes up, one's got to go back down, and it was... Lucas Johansson that got sent back down, no big surprise there. Alexiev has always been kind of their their go to, like that's Hold on, that that's the guy that they want. So I'm not surprised by this. I gave my thoughts last week when when the when the defensive injuries happened, when John Carlson went down. Um, they they do have Trevor Trevor van Riemsdyk. But um, they're gonna want another body up there, so that's what so that's what happened. Uh, we were right. Garrett Pelon got sent back down as well, playing some time on Saturday, and we'll see more out of him this weekend. Speaking of which, it is a three and three for the boys this weekend. A rare home three and three. That's right. We are, I believe, double dipping against the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders. And our first Canadian opponent comes to to town, I think. Wait a minute. Checks notes. Checks notes. You should know these things. Yes. Yes, I know. I I probably should. Also, if I sound a little bit hoarse, I'm um, dealing with some seasonal allergies because it's finally getting to the cold part of fall here in PA. So (laughs) my body went, oh, it's being cold long term now. You're gonna go through all this, all right. So checking it, yes, our first Canadian opponent comes to town on Sunday as Le Rocket de Laval comes in. Sad that I miss a Canadian opponent, but oh well. We'll get to all that in a little bit. After that, all's been quiet on on the uh, the Bears front as well. They had their team photo posted out on the socials this week, and of course, you know that that. That's great. We'll probably see it in January. We'll, we'll we'll get the team photo and then we'll walk down and get to meet the players and um, they'll you know, they'll sign the team photos. It's the uh, the the kids like it and all that. So, I'll definitely look forward to going to it as well. So, all right. To quote the great Den- Dennis Miller, I don't want to get off on a rant here folks, but um I kind of touched base on this uh during Sunday's podcast, and it's time that I go into this. So we're going to talk about Giant Center here for a second. And just so everybody knows, before I get this going, I am not employed by Hershey in any sense. I do not work for Herco. I do not work for Giant Center. I do not work for any part of the Bears organization whatsoever. All right, let's just get that out of the way. I am a fan with a microphone. That is it. All right? I am not employed by the Bears at all. So, it allows me to talk about stuff like this. And on Saturday, or no, it was a Sunday, my, um, my friend, my one hockey friend, wanted to get some extra tickets for some friends of his to come out for a game. And being a season ticket holder... Um, he walked up to the box office, which you can somewhat do that, and was went and went. Um, you know, I like to purchase a ticket for, you know, da 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 da, and she goes, "Are you a season ticket holder?" And I was, "Oh well, I, uh, you know, I forgot my card. I left it at home. But here's my account. Here's my account number." Oh. Oh, well, it's cheaper to go buy it on Ticketmaster. What? Excuse eh, excuse you? Yeah, it's cheaper to buy to Ticketmaster than than through here. So pulling up the box office price that we found out, and I'm sort of telling the Reader's Digest version of this, is that if you are a season ticket, you get a price in the two in the two hundreds of thirteen dollars, which is not bad, not bad. If you go to Ticketmaster, which if you're not a season ticket holder and you are encouraged to do so, um, it is $24.25 each. That's $200. That's all the way up where we are. At the box office, the prices are $31.90. 31 dollars 90 31 So compared to the season ticket holder price and just buying it straight at the box office... That is a near 200% markup, a near 200% markup at the gate to where the box office even tells people, oh, just go buy it on Ticketmaster. It'll be cheaper. So you are denying a sale at the gate just for somebody to go buy it on Ticketmaster. That's what you're doing. So while he was there getting this paid for, you know, he was opting to pay in cash. I know a rarity these days. You know, thinking that there's one section of the park that does, that one section of the Herco conglomerate that does take cash, there's another part that doesn't. She said, well, if you're a seasoned ticket holder, you should know we don't accept cash here. Boy, this is batting a thousand now, isn't it? And hearing all this, I was shocked and chagrined. Mortified and simplified that we as a as the Bears as an organization is doing this. I understand if you're a season ticket holder, you get perks, which is where you can buy tickets at the box office without Ticketmaster fees, hence a discount. Fine, even if you are a season ticket holder, you buy on Ticketmaster, you get a discount through there. Fine. But you are penalized if you pay at the box office and you're not a season ticket holder. I understand the prices of everything are absurd nowadays and everything's more expensive. We know this. But to actively mark up a price to where you're going to outsource and financially bleed out your fan base $31.90 each. Families aren't going to come out to that. They're not, and this is two hundred where we sit, defensive zone, way high up. And now, now I understand this is Wilkesbury. This is a rivalry game, so prices are going to go up. This is common in the NHL. If me and the boys go to a Capitals game, and they're playing Pittsburgh, and um. DC is going to mark up the price for it. It's a divisional rivalry game, might be on television too. If the Seattle Kraken or Las Vegas Golden Knights are coming in, they're a team you don't see very often and are very popular, and they're going to mark up the prices for it. In DC, they actively go um, tell people to go to Ticketmaster. What I'm trying to say is, Is that the Capitals are running their ticket prices like they're an NHL market. They're trying to run this like the Capitals do. Like Montreal does. Like Boston does. Marking up prices for certain opponents. And I understand there are members of management that worked with the Capitals. And are trying to bring those same practices down here. The problem is, Hershey is a blue-collar market. This is not a place that has corporate overlords, a ton of businesses that you can give out free tickets, or that are going to pay for a bunch of tickets to bring employees in. I mean, sure, Hershey Medical might do that. Some financial places might do that. But Hershey is not a Pittsburgh. It's not a Columbus. It's not a D.C. It's not a Philadelphia. Where you have a big area, lots of companies, where you can pull this, this. And not, and not hurt your numbers that much. This is trying to gouge your market in a way. And it's going to drive people away. Now, I know there's a lot of things that Herco's done in the past 10 years. Herco, the Bears, whatever. In the past 10 years, that has driven fans away. I've watched it happen. I'm not going to stand here for all of you and say, oh, everything's been great until this has happened. No, I understand. I understand that people have walked away from this because of the environment, of policies, and other little micromanagement things that have driven 15% of the fan base away since I first started going in 2009. Probably a lot more than 2005. But this this seems evil. 3190 non-season ticket holder 200 level way up per person. It almost seems like like they're in with Ticketmaster a bit for lack of better words. It seems like like they 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 want to funnel traffic to Ticketmaster. Because it's better through there. Because they can't staff the box office. Or they don't want to staff the box office anymore. It's just... Maybe it's the state of hockey. Maybe we lived in our own little Hershey bubble for so long we didn't think stuff like this was going to happen to us. And people are trying to say, well, go to Montreal. Go to Chicago. Go to Boston. See their prices. Apples to oranges. Those are NHL markets. Those are big cities. Like I already said with DC and Philly. We expect that. You should see some of the prices we're going to see for our NHL trip that we have to budget for. This is an AHL market. A minor league hockey market. You can't implore NHL policies and think they are going to work. At least... And again, in the words of Dennis Miller, that's my opinion. I could be wrong. So, or that's my opinion. So, end of rant. Thank you to everyone for sticking by on this. Enough about that. It's time for the Friday face off. This is the Friday face off here on the Grit and Barrett podcast where we preview Hershey Bears hockey, go around the American Hockey League, and find any other tidbits of the hockey world that I find interesting. It's time to grab some chocolate, lace up those skates, and grab your hockey bag. Maybe we'll stop at a Tim Hortons along the way. This is the Friday Face-Off on the Grit and Barrett Podcast. All right, everyone. Week number, let's see, what what week are we here? Six? I think six of the American Hockey League season. It's hockey fights cancer every time. Get those lavender and pink jerseys out. It's time. What, what do you mean we don't do pink anymore? All right. Well, get your lavender jerseys out. It's that time time of year. It's getting a little bit colder across the hockey landscape. Time to break out those knit caps, sweatshirts under the hockey jerseys, and thick jeans. Wait, does that mean what I think it's supposed to mean? Anyway, lots of games to get to this weekend on a Veterans Weekend. Let's get right to it. We start by going to Grand Rapids, Michigan, as the Grand Rapids Griffins welcome the the Toronto Marlies into town. Last season saw Toronto take this series at 3-1, and one, while the Griffins went 1-2-1. and one. These teams already played a pair at, at um Coca-Cola Coliseum. I can't call it Rico Suave Coliseum anymore, with the two teams splitting the ser- series so far. Top scorer for the Marlies, Logan Shaw, who's top five in all the league, and Taro Hort say for the Griffins. Seven o'clock start out there at Van Andre Arena. Up next, we go to Hershey, Pennsylvania for a Friday night home hockey game. Yes! As the Hershey Bears take on the Bridgeport uh, Islanders. The Bears went 5 0 1 against Bridgeport last year. We did? We did? Okay, we did. We did as the Islanders went 1, 2, and 3 against the Bears the past five seasons. Saul Hershey taking the majority of this at 13, 4, 0, oh, and 1. While the Islanders are 5, 8, 3, and 2. Top scorer for the Islanders, Roslyn as- uh, Izhakov with 14 points. And Mike Vetgione with 9 points for the Bears. 7 o'clock start. There in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Dodge the raindrops. Up next, we go to Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada as the Manitoba Moose welcome the Calgary Le- Wranglers. First ever meeting between these two teams. It's red versus blue out there at Canada Life Centre, and I am here for it. <clears throat> Top scorer for the Wranglers Matthew Phillips with 14 points, and Mikey S.E. Munt for the Manitoba Moose. 6 o'clock start out there at Canada Life Centre. Up next, we go to Syracuse, New York, as the Belleville Senators will take on the Syracuse Crunch. Uh, last season saw Syracuse take the series 5-3, while the Belleville Senators went 3-4-1. and 1. Top scorer for the Senators, Jake Lucchini, with 12 points, and Darren Radish with 13 points for the Crunch. 7 o'clock start out there at Oop State Medical University Arena. We go to Utica, New York. Keep the lights on up there. As Le Rocket de Laval will travel to take on the Utica Comets. Uh, last season saw a bit even between these two as Laval went 3-2-1. and one, While the Comets went 3-3. Three and three. Past five seasons have seen the Rocket 9-9-1-1. Nine, nine, one, And the Comets, 11, 7, and 2. Top scorer for the Rocket, Anthony Richard with 10 points. And Brian Pinho with, let me just see here, 9 points for the Comets. Um, Numbers can be a bit small here on here sometimes. 7 o'clock start there at Adirondack Bank Center. We go to the Electrodrome, the PPL Center, as the Springfield Thunderboids Travel to take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms last season saw Springfield go four and two against the Phantoms while the orange and black went two, three and one against the boys from Western Massachusetts. Top score for the Thunderbirds Matthew Highmore Highmore with twelve points and Tyson Forrester with seven points for the phantoms seven5 ish start. ...out there at the PPL Center. We go to Providence, Rhode Island... ...as the Atlantic leading Providence Bruins... ...welcome the Charlotte Checkers. Oh boy. Last season saw Charlotte go 4-2 and two against Providence. And already we already had one meeting with Providence taking a 2-1 victory... ...there at the no longer Duncan Center. Top scorer for the Checkers, Logan Hutsko. With seven and Vinny Leteri with 11 points for the P. Bruins. 7.05 start at Amka Mutual Pavilion. God, that's depressing to say. Up next, we go to Oop State, New York, in Rochester as the Cleveland Monsters travel to take on the Rochester Americans. Last season saw a bit of an even split between these two teams as the Monsters went 5-4 and 1 while Rochester went 5 and 5. Top scores for Cleveland is uh, Krill Marchenko for the Monsters and for the Amex Brandon Biro with 12 points. I think some one of their top scores may have gotten called up, I think. Anyway, 705 start out there at Blue Cross Arena. Up next, we go to Wilkes-Barre as the Hartford Wolfpack travel to the arena in the shadow of a mountain to take on the Baby Pens who suffered their first regulation losses of the season. I wonder who gave them that. Uh, last season saw a dead split between these two teams. Last time these two teams met, uh, Wilkes-Barre took took it in a 4-3 victory. Top scorer for the Wolfpack, Turner Elson with seven points and Alex Nylander With eight points for the Baby Pens. 7.05 start out there at Mohegan Sun Arena. Up next, we go to UW Milwaukee Panther Arena as the Iowa Wild travel to take on the Milwaukee Admirals. Uh, Last season saw Milwaukee take the majority of this series at 7 2 1, with the Iowa Wild going 3 4 2 1. Top scorer for the Wild, Sammy Walker with 11. And Marcus Nurmi, with 10 points for the Admirals. 7 o'clock start out there at UW Panther Arena there in Milwaukee. Up next, we go due west as the Tucson Roadrunners welcome the Coachella Valley Fireboys. First ever meeting between these two teams, two teams um, as it's been a bit of a... Interesting season for both these teams. The Firebirds top scorer Andrew Pototorinsky with 13 points and Michael Carcone with 12 points for the Tucson Roadrunners. 7 o'clock start out there at Tucson Convention Center Arena. Please turn off the lights on the way out. And lastly, we go to SoCal as the Bakersfield Condors take on the San Diego Gulls. Uh, Give me a second here. These two teams met... About a week ago, as Bakersfield took that meeting 3-2. Top score for the, for the Griffins. For the Griffins. Ugh, the Bakersfield Condors. Seth Griffith with 10 points. And for the San Diego Gulls, Rico Grimaldi. Grimaldi? Grimaldi with 13 points for San Diego. 7 o'clock start out there in SoCal. A hefty Friday Veterans Day slate for everyone. We'll get the picks at the end of all this. We go to Saturday. Give me a second. And away we go. Uh, da, da, just checking something here. Uh, da, 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 da. All right. All right. That's out of the way. We go to Wilkes-Barre-Scranton for the rematch between Springfield and Wilkes-Barre. 5 start out there in Northeast PA. We go to another rematch. There's the Toronto Marlies take on the Grand Rapids Griffins once again. 7 o'clock start out there at Van Andre Arena. As you are listening to this, I will not go for a deeper rundown on Saturday or Sunday if the two teams are playing back-to-back. Makes a thing go quicker. Good. On we go. We go to a rematch as the Bridgeport Islanders will take on the Hershey Bears. 7 o'clock start out there at Giant Center. We go to Syracuse, New York, as the Utica Comets will travel to take on the Syracuse Crunch. Last season saw the Comets dominate this rivalry at 11-1-2, while Syracuse went 3-10-1, Jesus, against the boys in blue. 7 o'clock start, their Oop State Medical University Arena. We go to Belleville, Ontario, Canada as the Rochester Americans will travel to take on the Belleville Senators. These two teams previously met on August 19th as Rochester took that game for three. Uh, 7.05 start there at CAA Arena. Good luck, Troy. Up next, we go to Allentown. I almost said Lehigh Valley. We go to Allentown, as the Le Rocket de Laval, wow, that's a lot of travel. Travel to take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms last season saw a split between these two at one and one. This will be the Rockets' last time going to the PPL Center as they're finishing up their season series, getting it out of the way early. Um, the Phantoms took that game up in in Ontario. Actually, in Eastern Canada, what am I saying? 3-2 victory there about a week ago. 7 5 ish start there at the PPL Center. We go to Hartford as the Charlotte Checkers travel to take on the Hartford Wolf Hartford Pack. And boy, these two teams have seen a lot of each other this season. Already the fourth meeting between these two teams. With Charlotte already 2-1 on the season series. Both those wins coming at home. 7-30 start there at the XL Center. We go to Chicago, Illinois. To the All-State Arena as the Iowa Wild will travel to take on the Chicago Wolves. Last season saw Chicago dominate this, this series. Who hasn't? Going 8-1-1 one, one against the Iowa Wild, who went 2-8 and eight against the Chicago Wolves. 7 o'clock start there at Allstate Arena. We go to Texas as the Rockford Ice Hogs travel down to take on the Texas <claps> Stars. <claps> Texas <claps> Stars. You got to do it no matter what the weather. Uh, last season saw the Rockford uh, Rockford and Texas sort of split the series. Rockford going 4-4. Four and four. While Texas going 4, 3, 0, and 1. Top scorer for the Ice Hogs is Brett C. C Saney. While top scorer for Texas is (gasps) Riley Barber. Riley, how you doing? How you doing, buddy? I missed you. How the hell are you? Riley Barber with 12 points for the Texas Stars. How about that? Good on you, son. Good on you. 7 o'clock start. There at Cedar Park, Texas, we go to NoCal as the Colorado Eagles travel to the U Arena to take on the San Jose Barracuda. Last season saw a split between these two teams as Colorado went four and four, and the Barracuda went four three and one. Charles Hutton is your top scorer for the Eagles with eleven points, and Andrew Agazino with seven points. Your top scorer for the Barracuda. 6 o'clock start there at the Tech CU Arena. We go to Tucson for the rematch between the Coachella Valley Firebirds and the Tucson Roadrunners. 7 o'clock start there at the Convention Center. We go to Abbotsford-Santre as the Henderson Silver Knights at 2-9. Travel to take on the Abbotsford Canucks. Uh, last season saw Abbotsford have a slight edge over this at 3-1, while... The Silver Knights went 1-1-2. One, one, and two. Top scorer for the Knights, Sheldon Rempel with 8 points. Linus Carlson with 10 points for the Canucks. 7 o'clock start there at Abbotsfoyd-Santre. And lastly, we go to Bakersfield, California, as the Bakersfield Condors welcome the Ontario Reign. Uh, these two teams have already played each other both games in uh, Ontario with the two teams splitting the season series. TJ Titan, your leading scorer for the entire league and the Ontario Reign with 14 points, while Seth Griffith for the Condors. 7 o'clock start there at Mechanics Bank Arena. All right, we go to Sunday for a, oh boy, a neuter! A Nooner at Canada Life center Woohoo! i I'm getting way too excited over this <laughs> for the rematch between the Manitoba Moose and the Calgary Wranglers. A Nooner. Grab your lunch and go to the hockey game. 12 o'clock start there at Canada Life Centre. We go back to Providence, Rhode Island at Amca Mutual Pavilion as the Charlotte Checkers will travel back to take on the Providence Bruins. 305 start there in Providence, Rhode Island. We go to the Allstate Arena as the Milwaukee Admirals travel to take on the Chicago Wolves. These two teams have played each other a couple times so far, with the edge going to the Admirals, 2 to 1 on the series so far. Three, 3 o'clock start there at Allstate Arena. We go to Hershey, Pennsylvania. As Les Rockets de Laval finish a big see, a big road weekend as they take on the Hershey Bears. Last year, Hershey went winless against Laval at 0-2. While Laval is 2-0 against Hershey. The past five seasons have seen uh, Laval 3-2 against the Bears. Yeah. 5 o'clock start. They're at Giant Center. Let's hope to change that, shouldn't we? We go to Toyota Arena in NoCal as the Ontario rain welcome the, Sandy, the San Diego Gulls. z two teams already play each other with the rain taking both games at a combined score of seven to two. Three o'clock start there at the Toyota Arena we go to the Tech CU Center for the rematch between the Colorado Eagles and the San Jose Barracuda. 3 o'clock start there in San Jose. And lastly, we get the rematch between the Hart- Hartford, Rockford Ice Hogs and the <coughs> Texas <coughs> Stars. <coughs> Texas <coughs> Stars. Again, you got to do it no matter what the weather. Uh, 5 o'clock start there at HEB Center at Cedar Park. All right. That does it. That does it for the uh, for the uh, all the rundown of the games. And let me just bring up our pick schedule here. Let's get into it. Friday. Bridgeport's good, and this is a tough call for Hershey. But when in doubt, when in doubt, I'm just going to take Hershey in both and help for a 500 split. Uh, Toronto versus Grand Rapids. Toronto. Toronto, easily. Don't blink, don't think, just take Toronto and walk away. Um, Our wild card pick. First off, I'm going to take Providence on Friday. Charlotte's not that good when they visit the Northeast. I'm just saying. I'm not saying anything that's not already known, but Charlotte doesn't do too well in the Northeast when they have to travel. Just saying give me providence on a friday. I could take them sunday when they've had a lot of travel and are going to be tired, but I'll take providence on a friday. So uh let's go back to friday and who am I going to go to? Do I go for the uh do I go for the moose in my old standby? I'm not, but um let me just see something here. Da, 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 da. I'm going to take Milwaukee on a Friday. Uh, just because they're doing really well and the Iowa Wild are not. And I'll watch it blow up in my face. We go to Saturday. And again, I will be taking the Bears as well and hoping for a split. Though Bridgeport is secretly kind of good. Just saying. Uh, Saturday, Utica. Versus Syracuse, give me Utica, who's owned them so far. I know Utica's kind of losing talent a little bit, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep riding that train until the wheels fall off. Our wild card pick, hmm. Let me just check something here. Was that the one I was looking at? Give me Chicago. Yes, I know I'm picking on the uh, I'm picking on the uh, the Iowa Wild a bit, but um, you know. The way that that's gone, i going to take the Wild. I'm not going to take the Wild in this. Or I could take Abbotsford. I could take Abbotsford. Henderson's not that good. Not that good, and I need some wins, darn it. Chicago seems too easy. Abbotsford seems too easy. Hmm. Flip a coin and see where we go. Flip a coin, see where we go. <laughs> Abbotsford it is! Going with... Abbott's fight. All right, let's go to Sunday. Give me Hershey yet again. The only reason I'm doing this, yes, I know Laval's had our proverbial number. You're not wrong. But, but, lots of travel with Laval. Hershey's in a 3-3, three three, but they've been at home at the entire time. Lots of travel for Laval. I'm just saying. I think the Bears are going to take it. Are mandatory for Saturday. Colorado versus San Jose. Uh, three and three. Uh, I don't like either team. I really don't. I don't like either one. Uh. Well, let's just go to the coin again. Coin flip. <laughs> All right. Colorado it is. Sorry for the loud noise. Colorado it is. And uh, for the wild card, give me the moose. Give me the blue moose on a Sunday. They haven't steered me wrong yet. And keep hitting the broken ATM or the faulty slot machine until it stops spitting out money. And a pit boss comes in and takes it out of rotation. I'm not not going away from the blue moose because they've been good to me this season. Give me the blue moose. And that'll do it for the Friday face-off, everyone. And that'll do it for me so in the words of tim kitchell from nba fast break the pinball arcade game and ladies and gentlemen i am out of here i will see you all at giant center on friday and after that i'll be thinking all of you out in las vegas see you thanksgiving week everyone i'll catch you then thank you for listening to this belly up sports podcast network product some said we go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here